Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Aloha and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast with my mom, Monica Swanson. On the Boy Mom Podcast, it is our goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcasts. We're so glad you're here. Understanding the power that we offer our kids in the gift of family and just being together. And the awesome thing is, especially talking about elementary, they don't care that we're not perfect. Like we're theirs, you know, it's my mom, it's my dad. And um, we probably resonate with that from our own childhood. Um, But I think it's just good to keep in mind that our kids just want us around, you know, they want us to do things with them and, you know, silly things, right? Like it's not all serious talk stuff. It's like, just play a goofy game with me or, you know, go on a bike ride or, you know, tell me this joke that you heard or whatever, you know, that's all so, so much more important than I think we realize. And that was the voice of Jessica Smart, who is with me today for such a fun interview. You might remember Jessica from episode number 33, where we talked about making memories at Christmas time after Jessica wrote a book called The Memory Making Mom. Such a great book. But more recently, she just published her book called Let Them Be Kids, which has quickly become one of my all-time favorite parenting books. I absolutely love this book, and I really wanted to have Jessica on to talk about it. When it first came out in the spring, our schedule's didn't quite line up and so I thought it would be super fun to have her join my summer series where we are celebrating the joys and challenges of all the different stages of raising boys. Jessica has two boys and a girl who fall in the elementary age category and so I just knew we would have a great conversation about those boys in elementary age years all the magic, all the joy, and some of the challenges too, which in today's conversation seem to almost all fall in the area of technology. I wasn't even planning this, but it kept coming up. And you know what? I'm glad it did. I think it's such an important topic in these formative years. These little boys are growing and developing. And I think that though there are no easy answers when it comes to technology, I think it's important that we are thoughtful, that we are mindful, that we make decisions that are based on wisdom, and just really having a bit of a game plan, which I know is hard when times are changing so quickly, but I think this is an important thing to talk about. So I hope you get a lot out of that part of our conversation. And then we go on to touch on some of my favorite parts of her book, Let Them Be Kids. Hope you love this conversation. 
I also just want to pause real quick and thank you so much for those of you who hopped in and joined the beta group for my character training course last week. It filled up in just over one day and I'm so excited to grow with everyone in that group. If you didn't get a sign up, that's okay. I'm going to get feedback. I'm going to make any improvements I can. And then in the fall, I'll be doing another launch of the character training course. So if you want your name to be on a list so you can find out when the doors are about to open again, please head over to monicaswanson.com forward slash character dash course leave your name and email and i'll let you know when that is about to happen one more time this fall all right also i just have to say by the time this airs my son jonah's brand new podcast the truth for youth podcast will have released there should be three episodes up and running so i hope you can go check those out have a listen with your kids and uh, he's been working so hard on this i think you're going to enjoy it and so guys Thanks for being here. I appreciate you all so much. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Jessica. So without further ado, here we are talking about those wonderful, crazy, mischievous, delightful elementary age boys. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Jessica, welcome back on the Boy Mom Podcast. Thank you, Monica. It's just an honor to be here. I just am so grateful for the work that you're doing. And it's, yeah, it's awesome to be back here again. Yes. You're so much fun to talk to. And your writing is so much fun to read. I just truly love feeling like I'm hanging out with you. So someday I hope we can hang out in real life because I think. Yes, be... preferably in Hawaii. If that can happen. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Come on over. Well, um, there's so much I want to talk to you about. And we are just joining into this series that I'm doing on my podcast this summer where we're kind of celebrating all the different seasons of raising boys. And we all have our favorite season. At least looking back, we can decide what was our favorite. We don't always know in the moment. But I wanted to bring you on because we're going to talk about the elementary school years. And you happen to have not one, not two, but three kids in the elementary season right now, right? Yes. And I honestly think, I mean, that, you know, I don't have older ones, but I honestly think it's probably one of my favorites. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll say that it. every stage. My mom is Ugh, like, no, I, I love you all every stage. It gets better and better. Yeah. I'm like, really? Even teenage? Yeah. Like that was what you thought mm -hmm. that was good. <laughs> but yeah. I love yes. the elementary age. It's just, it's so wonderful. Oh, <laughs> I do too. And before, I know. And I can't wait to talk about it because I agree with you. Like I always say the teenage years are my favorite. But the truth is, especially when I'm homeschooling Levi, I'm just like, it is such a precious season. So we're going to get to that. But in case somebody missed you on my podcast before or doesn't know about you, could you just give a quick introduction to who you are, what you do, and your family? Yes. Um, well, I live in North Carolina, I'm married to my husband, Todd. And like you said, three kids. I have two boys, 11 and 9, a girl who is 5. And... Um, I was a teacher before um, be, being a mom, and then, <laughs> yeah, I write on the side and have my blog. I've written Memory Making Mom, and now the latest one, Let Them Be Kids. So between all of those things and washing dishes every seven seconds, <laughs> that's my <laughs> life in a nutshell. Exactly. Um, do you remind me, homeschool? Yes, for... me too. Mm-hmm. From from the beginning, it's this isn't just a pandemic homeschooling. You have been yeah. homeschooling for yeah. Okay. I read a book when I was pregnant with my first. 
um, Mm -hmm. about homeschooling and turned to my husband one night and said, we're going to be homeschooling. And he's like, can we just like actually have the baby first before we make (laughs) decisions? I was like, no. So he was a little more, um, you know, on the fence, but now my husband too for our family. Yeah. I, I hear from a lot of women who say their husbands are not excited about the idea. And I assure them, my husband was not at all from the very beginning, um, but he quickly changed his tune after he started to see what was going on. Do you mind sharing what book that was? Because people are going to want to know. Oh, gosh. What's so bad is it has like not a very, it's a nondescript name, but it's by Lee Bortons. And it's about, she was the founder of Classical Conversation. Oh, yeah. Some of your yeah. readers. Yeah. So yeah. she wrote a little book and I'll have to actually tell you, uh, it's something like a call to Christian education or something like it's not like okay, anything. we'll find it and put a link. Yes, I'll send it to you. And just the okay. way she describes like their life and like, hiking and camping and building things and making memories. It just like hooked me and captivated mm. me. Mm-hmm. Her son, Robert Bortons was on my podcast um, oh. this spring. So yeah, that was oh. a really fun interview. And I love what they do and have so many friends who um, are part of classical conversations. But for some reason, I can't say classical conversations without <laughs> tripping over my tongue. So I prefer to call it CC. There you go. (laughs) Well, um, that is a cool story. And so you pretty much homeschooled them from the beginning, from the womb. (laughs) Well, yeah, we've had our seasons where we've been really strong. And (laughs) yeah, I get that. And now your family's getting ready to move. Is this a, is this something you can talk about or are we keeping it? Yeah, definitely. Tell us about it. I'm so excited. So I do live in the same area as my family, my parents, and then I have two sisters and a brother and my parents bought some land and said, would you mm-hmm. guys like to live on this farm together? <laughs> and I actually- A family said, compound. Right. Yes. That Commune. was my first thought. And I, we honestly, <laughs> I was on the fence for a while because oh. I do love like our neighborhood and the concept of neighborhood community. Um, but we basically just landed that we are going to continue to be a home where our kids can mm. bring their friends and yeah. where we, you know, throw the birthday party or the baseball party or whatever. Um, but just to do it in a bigger, um, setting. And we're just really excited, especially having two older boys. Um, I'm really excited about, you know, them being able to just run and build and, you know, fish and jump in water and ride dirt bikes and all those things that boys need to do. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I just think that is such a dream. How much fun. And, and there's enough space that you're not going to be like, each of the families will have a little room. Right. Yeah. We have four (laughs) acres, so I'm sure there will be moments. Oh yeah. All the cousins. Awesome. I just love that. Yes. So, oh, that's crazy. Well, I love it. And, um, we're going to talk about elementary school, but then I also can't wait. If anyone's listening, keep tuning in because I am dying to talk about your latest book, Let Them Be Kids, which I'm just going to state right now is like, if you only get to read a couple books this year, this is a book to read. It is one of my all-time favorite parenting books. And I'll even say my husband is so on board with me. We have like read out loud parts of it together. And um, my husband's hard to impress. He's not that, he doesn't read many of my parenting books, (laughs) but he just loves what you're about. So um, we're going to talk about that. But first let's talk elementary. My little Levi is 10. 
going into fifth grade. And I just, okay, let's talk joys. What are some of your favorite things about these years of having the elementary? And I guess your daughter's probably is at kindergarten five. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all Um, three of them, what are some highlights? Yeah. I, I just love, I I think the curiosity and innocence part Mm of it, um, Mm. which unfortunately, and this is a whole long conversation, but you know, that is getting chopped early and earlier due to uh, just our culture Mm -hmm. and things that they're either exposed to without us knowing, or even things that we, um, Mm -hmm. you know, allow in the home, not understanding. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um, it should be a time of Mm -hmm. just adventure and joy. And they still think um, their parents are well, you know, mostly mm-hmm. <laughs> fun <Yeah. laughs> and um, enjoyable. They want to be with us so much, so, sometimes yeah. so much wanting to be with us. Um, yes. But it's just uh, so much of what's great about life, I think, in childhood, you yeah. know, adventure mm-hmm. and innocence and mm-hmm. creativity. So I know those are yeah. all like really cliche things, I guess, just to no, make it practical. It's so true. Yeah, it is. Um, like some of the little, I talk about this in the book, but my son and his cousin have like a snake making store. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they'll spend hours mm-hmm. cutting out paper snakes coloring them mm-hmm. and you know they're available for purchase if anyone is wanting yeah. a snake <laughs> we're in the neighborhood <laughs> right it. so just stuff like that yeah yes it's like the best of i mean it's such a magical season because they're no longer babies or toddlers that need us like 24 7 go to the bathroom like you said no gonna you die can, yes yes and yet they are still sweet and you know i never like to encourage the idea that, oh, once they're teenagers, they don't want to hang out with you because my boys still do want to hang out with me. But there's just a difference in that, you know, they don't want to crawl in bed with me anymore. You know, whereas my little (laughs) Levi will get up in the morning and just come snuggle. And I'm just holding on to every last minute of that. And I love the store. I remember my boys, um, the oldest three, they would find shells and set up a shell sale in the neighborhood. Well, people and might really want those. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not maybe, in Hawaii. But we do live in Hawaii. <laughs> they could find their own. Yeah, we would give away free cookies and lemonade if they would buy a 10 cent shell or something. <laughs> oh. You know, it's like, come on, support the boys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Um, Wow. And three of them all at once. So are they, are your boys close friends? Do they bicker? What's, what's their relationship like at 10 and 11? Yes. And yes. Or 11 and nine. I'm sorry. 11 and right, nine. Yeah. Yes. 11 and nine. And yeah, they, um, they're buddies and it's great to have two that are that age, but I think mm-hmm. anyone right. that has two boys in the home will probably say, yes, mm-hmm. they're great, but, and there's something like either they're too alike or they're yeah. too different or one mm-hmm. tries to be the boss and the other one, you know, yes. so that's just boys, but they really do. Um, get, they're just, they're sweet and it's, they mm-hmm. do the, you know, they both have baseball in common. They're both sporty and um, they're now mm-hmm. their thing is they love Garfield books. So they'll read those back and forth and, you know, mm-hmm. just little things like that. So Aww. yeah. So they're, fun. they're the best. That. And are the, and are they pretty physical? Do they rough house a little bit? Yes, they do. I think it probably <laughs> could be worse. I've heard stories, you know, sure. but, but yeah. certainly yes. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of 
jumping off the couch and, you know, it's because we yes. do homeschool, you know, I'm trying to read sometimes right. and they're standing on their, like literally standing on their heads and I sometimes yeah. just mm-hmm. kind of let it go. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's hard yeah. to know. Okay. And so challenges in this season. And again, in the elementary years, there's a lot changing. So a five-year-old is very different from a 10-year-old. And um, so any particular challenges that you've come up against during these years that are unique to this season? Um, unique to this season so far. I mean, I think I I find it challenging to know when to step in and when they're just kind mm. of spreading their wings, you know, because yeah. especially with boys. And so you can speak to this more than I can, but I understand that, um, well, my mom had this horrible, awful saying that just makes everyone want to cry about a, a boy's, no, what is it? A daughter is a daughter for life and a boy's. Oh, uh, just stop already. In the name of Jesus, we're going to speak against that. <laughs> but, you know, point being, they naturally need to be independent. And so there's a yeah, part of do. like a little bit of pushback, mm-hmm. right? Like we understand mm-hmm. that it's our job to raise men who don't need us. And, yeah. um, So understanding like when to, no, you may not speak to me like that, or no, I said this, you need to obey, and when to like let them spread their wings a little bit, you know, it's sometimes Mm -hmm. really fuzzy. And I also just think like physically, sometimes I struggle with like, do they need, are they getting enough to eat? Are they getting enough sleep? Are they not getting enough activity? Like, do they need to be challenged more? Is this too hard? Like, it's just, you know, tricky to... I guess that's parenting in general. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. No, but I think during this stage, especially because they are growing so fast and changing so fast, I, I, all of those are legit questions I think we all wrestle with. And the independence thing is tricky. And I, I think, too, depending on the age of their siblings, like my Levi has these older brothers who are all teenagers, so he's just so eager to be one of them. Mm. And I think it breaks my heart a little bit because I'm like, please just enjoy being little. Like, yes, I mean, his 16 year old brother, Luke is like, Levi, you don't know how much you're going to miss these days. Like I have real school now. I have real responsibilities. I wish I were just a carefree 10 year old. There's Mm -hmm. so much to enjoy about being little, but Levi doesn't see it that way. So I think Mm -hmm. he's in a unique situation and it kind of makes me sad, but when they can just be in their element, you know, his older brothers didn't have that because they just had each other. And then here's another thing that we can't go too far into, but man, technology has really changed those elementary years. How are you guys doing with that? Is that a struggle? You know, I'll tell you what, it's, it's not a huge struggle just because I haven't let some of it in the house and I'm grateful. You know, I, I, I really, like you said, you want to be careful with this conversation because families are so different. Husbands are so different, you know, what Mm -hmm. they were used to or what they want in the home. And so Mm -hmm. I'm not about to make a blanket Mm -hmm. statement, but I do think you don't often find people who say, man, I wish I would have added fill in the blank earlier right? Like typically what you're going to hear is I'm Uh glad we waited or I wish I would have waited longer. And so I would just say if there's, you know, young moms out there listening, like for sure, wait every last second to add, like, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom does have a, um, we at her house and so they can do it together. And I feel like that's a little bit different because it's like totally always very communal. Um, Mm -hmm. but I love not having it here quite honestly, because I cannot Mm -hmm. imagine having to say no to that, like all the live long day. And, um, yeah, my oldest is 11. He doesn't have a phone. You know, I do realize that 
you know, kids are in different situations with parents being home mm -hmm. or outside events. My plan at this point, though, is to definitely do either a very stripped down phone or some sort of a watch. Like if they need to communicate, that's fine. But mm -hmm. that doesn't mean, mean they mean, right. mean they need TikTok. Right. So. Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> but, you know, right. Monica, yeah, I no. would just add this, like, you know, you said, like, we don't want to spend too long, but like, it, it is a huge deal. It really is yeah. because all of these good things that we want for them, um, you know, that snake making store, like wouldn't ha have happened if I, it if wouldn't have access to other, I, I totally agree. Right. Yep. Like, yep. so I think right. you do have to kind of get a handle on that issue. And, um, mm -hmm. I also just always want to say like, it's never too late if you have done things, you know, allowed things in the home, or you've set some things that maybe for older children that the younger children have kind of gotten like sucked into. And you tell me yep. what you think, but I just, I always want to say like, it is not too late. If you are in the home and your child is in the home, it is not too late. And you can right. back the bus up and just say, you know, I have mm. new knowledge. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I owe you an apology, but we're changing some things. Like that's allowed as a oh, parent. So, I love Every bit of that, 100% agree. And I, I'm actually, to some extent, doing that right now. This summer, I think I'm just looking at my little Levi going, and again, I have him, I, I have the older boys to compare him to because they were all born three in a row, you know, every two years. And then there was a six and a half year gap before mm -hmm. Levi. So I talk about it in Boy Mom, but how my older boy's childhood was so different. I mean, yes, there was some technology, but it was not anything like it is today. And mm -hmm. so they played, their main game they played was called, they called it imagination. And they would go outside together and create stories and take on characters and spend hours in their imagination together. And I look at Levi and I'm like, he is being raised in a family where Luke is on one computer editing surf videos. I'm on one computer doing my work. My husband's on the, with the, my husband's a doctor, but he's communicating with his phone yeah. to the hospital. Yeah. So all he sees is a bunch of people with their face and devices. And so what does he want to do, but grab a device anytime he can and just get on it. And he'll say, oh, but I'm not playing a game. I'm studying the stars or I'm studying yeah. you know, whatever he's into, which I get that. And, and there's so many blessings, but at the same time, I just feel like we don't know yet what this will do to these little boys' brains in 10 yes. or 20 years. What are we going to find out? And so I'm asking everyone in my family to really try to get off of our devices unless we absolutely need to, to set aside time, like this one hour, I'm going to edit that video and then I'm going to close it and walk away because it's so easy for that kind of to get blurred between what we need to do, me too, mm -hmm. my hand is raised. And what we just are doing because it becomes such a habit. I mean, these things are made to be addictive, right? Right. So I am saying in my line I always use is under new management. You know, stores do that. Restaurants do that. We're under new management. When you walk in the shop, it's going to look, look a little different. And that's okay. You're going to be all right. But we're going to do things a little different. We're going to set a timer. We're going to have actual rules here because I don't want to see my little guy with such, I mean, his life will look different from the brothers. There's no way around that. But mom's listening. I agree with what Jessica said so much that there are things you can do. And in the name of love for your kid, I say, set some boundaries. Don't just throw up your hands and say, I give, you know, this is the way this generation is. I just think there is a lot more you can do. And it takes intentionality. It's going to take more energy from mom and dad, but I do believe it's so worth it. So 
All right. Yes. Glad we, I didn't plan to cover that, but there we go. Yeah. Yes. Well said. <laughs> oh, it's hard. It's I And I told my husband yesterday, I was like, I'm sad. It does bum me out that this is the way the world is. I feel okay. the same way. Yeah. So move to a farm and grind your wheat. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm with you. Oh, oh well. Um, and get them outside as much as you can. And I know not everyone can. And this quarantine has been so hard on families. And there is so much grace. Absolutely. But you know what? If they're going to be online, I encourage you to find some good stuff. Find the good um, find the good programs. Find the good things that will point to you know character growth. And maybe I'll link to a few of your and my favorite things. Because before we started recording, Jessica and I talked about a couple things. So I'll link to a yes. few positive places online people can go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not anti-tech at all. Um, right. <laughs> so yeah, just just keeping a time limit on it, I think, as you said, mm -hmm. determining that time yeah. and then holding each other accountable. Yeah. And side note, I heard somebody say, um, I hope I didn't say this the last time I was on here, but it is really funny. He would give his kids five dollars every time they saw him using his phone while he was driving and don't you guess that habit was broken pretty quickly <laughs> so you know oh, there's a way goodness. to you know Whoa. use your kids like keep everyone keep accountable not just me versus everyone. you but like we're all in this together yes so yes and and one thing you said a moment ago i think is really important and that is just owning it you even said you know say i'm sorry i know more now i've learned more i've done some research and because i care about you you know what your friends parents may not be making the same choice mm -hmm. but i've learned enough and i'm accountable before god about how i'm raising you so i think just kind of owning that and not putting it on them like you're just addicted you can't stop yes, just say you know exactly. mom mom's made some mistakes and she's going to try to do better. And sometimes that means now I put away my phone and I go play a game. I go shoot baskets. You know, I sit down and pull out a book and oh my goodness, what it's good for all of us to do these. Right. Things, so. Exactly. Yes. I love it. Well, speaking of, I mean, this is a perfect segue because I want to talk about your book as much as anything. And really on this topic of elementary kids there, this is about the best resource you could find. Let them be kids. And the subtitle is just as good adventure, boredom, innocence, and other gifts children need. Um, everyone should find this book if they haven't already. Is it on Audible yet, Jessica? I think so. I thought somebody okay. just, just told me that. Yeah, it should be. Okay. Because when I first shared it, I had a flock of moms say, I want it, but I need to listen to it in yeah, this season. I, I can't <laughs> sit down and read. Speaking of busy moms, I just want to pause right here and thank this week's sponsor, which is Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a meal planning service. And a highlight of my week this summer has become Fridays when I get an email with next week's uh, grocery shopping list and menu list. I'm holding next week's in my hand right now and I'm looking at yummy Mediterranean stuffed bell peppers, pesto chicken with roasted mushrooms and broccoli. There is a salad of broccoli and apple slaw and a dessert of mocha chocolate mousse. I love the variety. My kids love everything. There's so many healthy options on these menus. And if you have special preferences, they do have a keto version, gluten-free and pay so there's something for everyone. This just takes all the guesswork out. I no longer find myself on Wednesday at five o'clock standing in the kitchen going, oh shoot, I didn't plan what to have for dinner tonight. And so guys, we can spend our summer days playing with our kids, getting out, being at the beach or at the park or cleaning out our closets, whatever we need to do. And dinner is no longer a stressor. So I hope you try this. If you want to check it out for free for two weeks, go to prepdish.com forward slash boy mom. You can get two weeks 
weeks of this meal planning service. I think you're going to love it. You'll want to do it throughout the school year. Um, it's sure been good for us. It's my first experience with meal prepping. So I highly recommend you check them out. There will be links to Prep Dish in show notes as well. But again, if you want to go straight over there, go to prepdish.com forward slash boy mom. All right, now back to my chat with Jessica. And yeah. what I love here is that the chapters are all gifts. They are the gift of adventure, the gift of boredom, which I'm such a fan of. I talk about it in Boy Mom, but I love the topic of kids being bored, the gift of being uncool. Okay, you guys, Jessica is so, so, so funny. She, her writing is just so much fun to read. The gift of imagination, like my boys playing imagination, mm -hmm. the gift of balance, the gift of grit. Oh, how important. The gift of manners and kindness the gift of family, the gift of innocence, the gift of faith. These topics, every one of them is just solid. You bring in research, you have quotes, you have hilarious stories. I'm, I'm curious what kind of led you to write this book. Mm. I can tell you the exact moment, actually. Mm. Um, Good. So I was listening to The Happy Hour, which... I know you were on the happy yeah, hour Jamie years, years ago. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I was listening to Mo Isom, um, who okay. wrote a book called, I think it's called Sex, God, and the Conversation the Church Forgot. I have not read the book, but Ooh, so she was okay. talking about that. And um, she said something, and I could tell you exactly where I was on our road outside my neighborhood when she said this. And I was getting ready to pull into the grocery store, and she said, that the average age a child is exposed to pornography is 11. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know, it just hit me yeah. like a ton of bricks. I'd never heard that before. And I just had yeah. this thought of like, childhood <sighs> is gone. Like what happened yeah. to childhood? Yeah. And <sighs> so my initial title was, I wanted to call it bringing back the wonder years. And the publisher didn't really like that as much, which I do mm. like, let them be kids, but, <laughs> but yeah. that'd make a good Both one too. Good. So it, it yes. was immediate. The thought was immediate. Like immediately I knew what the book was going to be about. Um, and it's, yeah. that sounds like a negative story, I think, you know, cause like you said, it really is more of a positive spin, but just wanting to yeah. like fight for our kids, you know, yes. and give them the good things that many of us experienced and not to idolize the mm -hmm. past. Like it's a new world. Right. In some ways it's a better world. Um, we're aware mm -hmm. of injustices and we have access mm -hmm. to things and, you know, so I'm not like glorifying right. the past, but trying to think no. back to like just those times that, that we had to kind of grow in a slow meandering way yeah. um, mm -hmm. and how that doesn't happen now. You know, so yeah. this is my attempt yeah. to like fight for that. <laughs> I love that. No, and, and I do think I, I love that you acknowledge there are some better things now. Like we do have so many, you know, amazing opportunities right now in raising our kids. But even when my 10 year old argues with me about like, but why shouldn't I be on a device when, you know, the older boys are on, I'm like, your little brain right now is developing mm -hmm. at such a rapid pace and mm -hmm. nothing could be better for it than the nature and curiosity and, and all the things that happen when it doesn't have it fed to it off of a screen. Um, and I don't know if I can prove that scientifically, but I just have to believe that being outside exploring has to be so much better for their brain. No, it is. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but there, there's so many studies. I mean, we're not going to yes. bore people, but I did that research, right. you know, and I know you yes. did some of it too. Right. And, right. Right. Um, I heard a speaker say, well, this is, we don't need to go back to the technology. <laughs> we no, covered that. that go way, ahead. But, why not? 
Well, she just okay. was saying that she was talking to um, some like tech moggles. I think I said that word wrong. Is that what the word is? Like mo- people who were really mo- big mo- in technology on the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, you're good. And you're good. Um, they said that they really believe none of them, you know, that she spoke to give their kids devices. And the one guy said they really think that this is going to be kind of like what the t- what tobacco, what happened with tobacco, mm. where there was just this backtracking Ooh. and realizing sure. the damage yeah. that it does, that he thinks that that will happen with technology as we understand what it does mm. to children's brains. Mm-hmm. And so we have this weird generation where this technology is coming out so fast, so fast, so fast. But like you said, you know, I believe that we may kind of look back and say, that's not really what kids need to develop, you know, um, like you yeah. said, touch, yeah. nature, empathy, language, mm-hmm. fine motor skills, sleep, reading, family, right. t- like yeah. those are the things kids need to develop. Mm-hmm. And so, you I know, that's what I love about elementary. <laughs> I do too. And and I love this chapter, chapter four. I just opened to it. Must have been what I was last looking at. The gift of being uncool. How yes. and why to let your kids be awkward. Yeah. And I don't know. Awkward is just one of those words that just makes me smile because, you know, I've said if my older boys went to public school in their elementary years, I'm pretty sure they would have been like bullied or at least made serious fun of because yeah. They were awkward and sometimes they still are. And I think, you know what, that's part of growing up. Right. And I was awkward. Oh my goodness. When I look at pictures of myself, elementary years, I'm like, I must've been the most awkward little girl, but. Well, that's hard um, to believe, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you a picture, (laughs) but I, um, I just think that's part of, that's part of growing up. And I love when kids are just in their own element and don't even realize, you know, yes. that their teeth are big and buck. And that was me as an elementary girl. Um, um, yeah, my teeth grew way before anything else in my, on my body and just being able to play in their imagination and not realize that what they're doing doesn't match what's going on on social media and things like yes. that just is so beautiful. Okay. Other favorite parts. Do you have a favorite part of your book? Because I could cover every chapter and talk for like hours on this. Oh, I do love that stuffed animal one. So I have one in that same one about um, clothing, like dressing up Mm. and Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. which is maybe a slightly more applicable to girls, but I just, we kind of think it's funny. Some of the stuff that, that is marketed to girls and I, my, my daughter's only five, but you know, like the t-shirt sayings and like oh, faux yeah. body glitter. I'm like, what in the world? Like, yeah, <laughs> what happened right. to just like a pink sweater? Can I find that? <laughs> so <laughs> I like that one. Um, but I think the one that's funny and also poignant is the part about how your kids still need you around. And, mm. you know, that they're, they're not, when they get to elementary, this is really fitting for our conversation because, you know, you do have this like breath of like, wow, they're all outside playing and I can actually sit here like, and Mm -hmm. it's really glorious for a second, but they do Mm -hmm. still need you, right? Like Mm -hmm. they need you to show up and make sure that, you know, everyone's alive. (laughs) Um, They need physical, you know, a bandaid, a drink of water, Mm -hmm. a snack, you know, someone's running around. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this happens. Well, probably not in Hawaii, but I have a lot of children who just don't like to dress for the actual weather. I don't know what's up with that. Like, (laughs) right. I guess if Mm -hmm. we lived in Hawaii, that wouldn't be. um, Yeah. We just, my kids never have shoes on their feet. So it's a problem. (laughs) But, but that's probably okay. Right. On the beach. Well, 
Yeah, unless you step on, you know, yes, on the beach, it's okay, but they don't yeah. wear them like to the grocery store. Oh, well, <laughs> aloha. <laughs> yeah, it's, but yes. Yeah, so I end with a quote from Susan Schaefer Macaulay that says, children need privacy from intruding adults, but they need interested support in quarrels, thinking another way around the problem, providing food, and at the end, bringing mm -hmm. the children back into the world where the supper is ready and the camp is packed up and children are tired and ready for evening stories. And I just love that, you know, because mm -hmm. it's that balance yeah. of, Yes, let them go play and do their little things and enjoy a cup of coffee, but you're still needed in that age. And you probably all yes, be are. looking forward to hearing your series because I'm sure it's a similar message even as they get to teenage years, right? They they Absolutely. they still need you. <laughs> it just in yeah, different ways. In, in different ways. Absolutely. I'm such a believer in that. You know, some parents hit maybe middle school and they're like, well, I guess my job is done. Now I've taught them everything they need. It's a matter of them going out. And I'm like, no, no, they still need you yeah. different, but they still need you. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so I have a good friend who works for the organization of young life, which is a ministry mm -hmm. to, um, yes, they seek to minister to unchurched high schoolers. Yes. So these are not, mm -hmm. you know, coming from Christian families. And so I thought he's going to really know like what's going on in the world. I should probably run some of this stuff by him. Like, does he so agree good. with yeah. my take here? And his big takeaway, which I found fascinating was how much kids need a family because right now, especially mm. they're looking to their friends for everything. You know, they have these little mm. tribes that tell them, you know, what they should yep. look like, what they should wear, that they matter, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if they, I mean, it sounds cliche, but like, if they don't have that strong family attachment, um, things yep. go south real quickly because they're, yes. you know, parenting each other, <laughs> which yeah. is terrifying. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> so kind of um, like the gang, what happens in gangs, right? Exactly. Yeah. Not as violent yeah. probably, but same thing. Yes, exactly. So um, my takeaway from our conversation and what I tried to lend to this chapter was just, you know, understanding the power that we offer our kids in the gift of family and just being together. And the awesome thing is, especially talking about elementary, they don't care that we're not perfect. Like we're theirs, you know, it's my yep. mom, it's my yep. dad. And um, totally. we probably re resonate with that from our own childhood. Um, sure. But I think it's just good to keep in mind that our kids just want us around, you know, they want us to do. do things with them and, you know, yes. silly things, right? Like it's uh -huh. not all serious yep. talk stuff. It's like, just play a goofy yeah. game with me or, you know, go on a bike yep. ride or, you know, tell yep. me this joke that you heard or whatever, you know, that's yes. all so, so much more important than I think we realize. I totally agree. And and I can speak from the perspective of having boys who are grown now, you know, at least legal adults, but coming home from college, my son telling me like his favorite memories when he's away and he thinks of home, he thinks of the family dinner table. He Aww. thinks of, you know, the family gathered around just talking about what's going on in the world, about talking about what we read in the Bible that day and sorting through it together. And those are his memories. I'm like, what about this trip? What about that holiday? He's like, yeah, that's all good. But I think of just the every night dinners we had and the conversations wow. we had around the table. And I do agree with you that that just brings such a security. And I wish I had the exact quote in front of me, but I remember years ago, James Dobson said something about just the, the mother love. I think he called it, maybe he was even talking about homeschooling and how, and he wrote that so many years ago, but just about 
what benefit there is to kids when they just have a mother's love, building them up, making them feel loved and special, and that that can outweigh even many of your inadequacies, all the things you don't think you're doing right. If you're just giving mm. them that security every day, how valuable that is to a kid. So that's a message we all need to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. This book is packed. Like I said, if there's a book that I can read out loud to my husband and he wants me to keep reading, that says a lot. So um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully men and women alike will read this book. And um, if it's on Audible now, that's good news. So we can all tune into that. But um, I'm so thankful that you wrote it. My, my honest first thoughts when I saw it was, oh, I wish I had written that book. <laughs> as you know, this is right down my alley. This is stuff I love to talk about. So no, no, <laughs> no. you can write part two, <laughs> all the stuff I left out. Uh, well, I love it. Well, can you tell people where they can find you right now? We're going to link to the book and everything else in show notes. But if people want to just track you down and follow you now, where can they go? Yes. Um, I am on Instagram at jessica.smart, smart has two T's. And then my blog is smarter each day with two T's. What a handy name you got. Yeah. <laughs> right. The kids got a kick out of that when I was a teacher. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> That's like the perfect teacher name. <laughs> Even the two T's, it's like the bonus, right? Right. So smart. <laughs> So smart. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I'm inspired. My little Levi's away right now, but when he gets home, I'm going to play with him. I'm just like, you really have encouraged me to enjoy these elementary years. I hope everyone listening will just carve out some time to let their kids be kids and to be near, but not too near. You know, it's a balancing act. We're not going to get it perfect, are we? <laughs> no, definitely not. But there's so much grace. That's why I love that quote you referenced. Um, mm -hmm. Because we don't have yeah. to be perfect. We just have to keep showing up. <laughs> showing up. Well, any final words of wisdom that you would like to leave people with? Maybe something from the book. Um, I love the manifesto at the beginning. Any Anything you would like to just kind of share with mm, people? Some last words. Uh, well, so this is just on the note of what we just said. I we My boys play baseball. And so was, there's so many funny baseball sayings that they say, like, look alive, mm -hmm. which is like, just oh, yeah. keep standing there. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, don't look dead. Yeah. So one thing they say is way, way to, way to be there or way to be ready. Uh, and which yeah. again means like you're breathing, you didn't fall down. Like, right. yep. <laughs> so, yep. but, but I think, yeah, that's, I think part of the encouragement for parents is it's like not glorious moments. It's just being, continuing to be present mm -hmm. and listening to the dream they had about the cat or, you know, mm -hmm. seeing yeah. again, like someone talk about how they tied up a fishing lure, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. you just, you yeah. keep, keep on like small moments, uh, stay in it. We're all fighting that uh, fight. So yes. And you'll never alive. regret that stuff. <laughs> look alive. Just, yeah, yeah. just be there. <laughs> Show up. Oh, that is seriously profound. It may be simple, but that is serious wisdom. So yeah. thank you, Jessica. <laughs> From the baseball field. From the baseball field, what better place? Well, we're, we're going to want to have you back on. I love chatting with you. I could chat all day. So thanks for taking time to be with us. And we'll be following along with all you do on the new farm one day. And um, just keep writing yeah. those great books. We love it. Oh, thanks for having me. You bet. Aloha. Hey, friends, I hope you enjoyed that chat and are encouraged to let your kids be kids this summer and always. But I really love Jessica and I truly am a fan of her book. So there will be links and show notes to her book and everything else that we might have touched on. And also, I want to remind you that in show notes, you can leave a simple comment 
to be entered to win the July bundle of Surface Sunscreen Giveaway. So be sure to go over there, read a little more about Surface. I'll tell you one more fun fact today that Surface has just launched their aloe vera infused hand sanitizer line proudly made in the USA made with the finest ingredients my family carries these around they smell way better than all the other hand sanitizers I've used so I hope you check those out always get 20% off of surface products using code boy mom all right so find links to surface in my show notes or you can go straight to surface sunscreen.com thanks again for being a part of this community thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends and again thanks for your ratings and reviews they mean so much to me have a wonderful rest of your week and until next time aloha say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill